0: Welcome to the Macaw Podcast Universe. My name is Micah My name is
1: Jordan Macaw.
0: And we host this podcast together as a married couple.
1: And we exist in this podcast world to prove people wrong when they say sequels are never better than the originals.
0: That is so correct, Jordan. I couldn't have said it better myself. It's as if we've written it and that's what we use every single time.
1: As if it's a, I don't know, tagline.
0: Yes. And here we are. We are at the end of another series. And it is the Underworld series, fan bracketed, fan uh, 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 chosen, and here it is. And boy, what a ride it's been! I think we can indisputably say this is the worst series we've ever covered. <laughs> I can't even think of a second place for this. Nope. Um, this all has the been... F,
1: all the FF heads are like, "Yeah, <laughs> win for us."
0: That's true. That would be that would be number two. Uh, but yes, it, it's. Uh, it's over it's it's finally over we finished it um and and it was almost joyless
1: yeah Uh, easily (laughs) easily yeah
0: i mean these were tough tough to watch and they're all like 93 minutes except for the first one and they feel like two and a half every time
1: although Uh, this last one i got things to say about runtime but yeah
0: yes um but yes, we're we're returning to the blood wars, of course, um which are I guess the lycan and, and vampire wars again. Maybe? So as a side note, I also want to say I think this is maybe one of the worst titled series we've ever covered. Oh, yeah. You got Well, Jordan, here's the test. Tell me what the Underworld t- Wonderworld titles are in order.
1: You said Wonderworld the second Wonder time. Wonderworld. <laughs> so you have Underworld 1. Underworld Evolution, yep. Two, Underworld Li- Rise of the Lichens, yep. Underworld Awakening, yep. Wow, Underworld Blood Wars. Wow, you did it. Not as bad as you thought.
0: Now you have another test for at yeah. you. Know, what are the Fast and Furious movies?
1: <laughs> you have Fast and Furious. You have Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh huh. You have The Fast and the Furious. Nope i don't know what the third you're forgetting one's you're
0: forgetting where they go in the third movie
1: oh tokyo drift uh-huh. okay so yeah but then is it the fast and the furious
0: yeah or it's i can't remember if it's the or if the first movie is called the and the second. oh
1: I, and I, I, I from here on out for like the fifth one i don't know one of them's called f7 i could probably guess that's the oh no wait movie. wait
0: you got the fifth one the fifth one's easy
1: Fast and furious five
0: Almost you're saying Too many words But you've said The correct words Just two
1: words Furious 5
0: Close Fast 5 Fast 5 Okay what's 6 Furious 6 Well remember The title of the movie Is Furious 6 In the movie But it's Fast and Furious 6 And then F7 Furious 7 What? Yep F8 No Fate of the Furious Uh, Hobbs and Shaw F9. And what was the last one?
1: Fast and Furious. <laughs> you you did, you <laughs> did like know.
0: Fast X, of course. Oh, yeah. And one final one, and then you can quiz me on any if you want. It is, I was going to do Star Wars, but I'm going to pivot and say Terminator.
1: Thank goodness, because I don't know if I can get Star Wars anymore.
0: Okay, we're doing Star Wars. <laughs> um, this.
1: Terminator, you have Terminator 1. I mean, it's Terminator. And then you have Terminator T2, Judgment Day.
0: So correct.
1: Um, I don't know what the third one's called.
0: Rise of the Machines. Okay. Is it T3 or is it just, I think it's, I think it's T3, Rise of the Machines.
1: And then the fourth one is, is that Salvation? Yep. Terminator Salvation. And then, there's like five?
0: No, you got oh. two left.
1: Terminator Genisys. <laughs> And then uh, Terminator, Dark Fates.
0: Yep. Well, just Dark Fate. fate. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you got it. Okay, mm-hmm. Star Wars, and then I'm done. And then I'm done. Okay. Release order.
1: Yeah. Duh. Star Wars. Um, um. Oh, <laughs> oh no! A new hope. Yep. 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 Uh, um, Star Wars. You you can do Empire Strikes yeah. Back. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> um uh that one is Revenge of the si- No, Rise of No. Something about Jedi. Yeah. Return of the Jedi. Yep, yep. Okay, then Episode 1 is Clone Wars. No. Attack of the Clones. No. Um it is um whew. It is, uh, Revenge of the No. That's the last one. <laughs> um, okay, Cl- Attack of the Clones is the second one. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith is the th- third one. Yep, yep. And this one is I genuinely cannot think of it. it it's gonna it's, kill me. It's to kind not of know. a great
0: title, but it kind of has nothing to do with the movie. So it's maybe the worst titled movie. What the is Phantom it? Menace? Phantom
1: Menace. That's why I can't remember it. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then I got the other two, and then um we have. Uh, um, Oh my gosh, what's the name of that movie? J.J.
0: Abrams comes on board.
1: Rise of... uh, Return of the... um...
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is our best episode. (laughs)
1: Um, What is it called? It's not Rise of Skywalker.
0: No, which one is that? That's the last one. Yep.
1: This one is... Return of... No, it's not. No, no. Oh my gosh. What's that movie called? The. Just say it. Force. A the Force Awakens. Yes. Rogue One. Yes. Um, oh my. The Last Jedi. Yes. Um, Solo. Yes. Rise of Skywalker.
0: Yes. And then they've decided to not make any more movies and just pretend that they're going to keep making movies and only do TV shows. Okay, anyone you want to you wanna quiz me on no, any? No, because I
1: know you know Harry Potter. Okay,
0: I do know Harry Potter now. I've got that down. And, uh, yeah, okay, so... What
1: a boring episode so far.
0: I think it's great. I think people were probably busting their guts listening to that. Um, so, let's talk about Underworld Blood Wars. This movie is directed by Anna Forster, and she was the second unit cinematographer on Alien Resurrection, Day After Tomorrow, Aeon Flux. Uh, oh, what's that? That's the movie with Charlie Theron where she's like an action star, like a sci-fi. I think so. I never saw it. I, I heard it's not good. Um, but saw a lot of ads for it in comic books that I had at the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, is it ringing a bell? Looking at the picture.
1: I mean, I've never seen it.
0: I mean, but like, I I, re- I feel like they really pushed for that movie. But it was oh, a, really, I believe it was a big bomb.
1: Oh, honey. It was a big bomb. Yeah.
0: And she also was second unit director on 10,000 BC. Okay. With, uh, and directed four episodes of Outland, an episode of Westworld. Outland
1: or Outlander.
0: Outland, I think. Hmm. But maybe Outlander. Okay. <laughs> uh, an episode of Westworld, a Netflix movie called Lou. The screenplay is by Corey Goodman, who uh, wrote... Vin Diesel's The Last Witch Hunter. The story is by Corey Goodman and Kyle Ward. And Kyle Ward made a movie, or he, he wrote Machete Kills. I, I sense that you're seeing the pattern here. <laughs> uh, the yep. cinematographer is Carl Walter Lindenlob, who did Independence Day and Princess Diaries. Hmm. The music is by Michael Wanmacher, who did Piranha 3D and Punisher Warzone. This movie comes out January six, two thousand seventeen. It has a thirty five million dollar budget, and in the U S. it makes thirty, Eesh. and worldwide it makes eighty one. Okay. Now I wanted to tell you this, that um, this is two and four made the most money domestically, and this made the least amount of money and was less than half of two and four. Whoa. Uh, worldwide, this made the, the least, and it made about half of what Awakening made, which made the most. Wow, okay. So, I, th- you know, they've been toying around with the idea, which we'll get into, of, like, future plans for this, but that might be enough for studios to have a lot of pause mm-hmm. because clearly the goodwill, if they had any, has worn out. Because mm-hmm. that's it's not really...
1: They should be thinking themselves they could have made five or being thankful even. for that.
0: But, yeah, I mean eighty one million on a thirty five million dollar budget, including advertising, they probably made like twenty million on this movie, you know, yeah. I'm totally making that up, but yeah, you know, they don't include advertising in the budget, so we mm-hmm. don't know how much it really costs um and all I have is projects that would have happened because there's like nothing interesting about the making of this movie, yeah. Which makes sense, that happens a lot on, on, I'm not just like bashing Underworld, that happens on a lot of these franchises where it's like, they're not troubled productions, and they're on the fifth one, you get to the fifth one, and there's really not much
1: And they're not crazy beloved, therefore there's not a ton of, no one cares about a ton of trivia about it. Yeah. Yeah. No one's digging, to fi- digging in to figure out the relationships between the actors, or what fun things they did no. on the set.
0: No. So, uh, if you want to hit me with some actors... Yeah.
1: To start us off, uh, we can talk about Tobias Menzies, who plays Marius. Um I who feel is like, that guy? I feel like they must have had so much more for this character, and they edited the crap out of him.
0: Uh-huh.
1: But we'll get into that when we get into the movie. Um, he is in Casino Royale, Rome, and what we recently watched, The Terror, uh... He plays. Oh, he's also in Game of Thrones. Um, oh, he is. Okay, and he's an Outlander.
0: Okay, so Outlander. I don't think there's a show called Outland.
1: Okay. Um, Mike and I just watched The Terror season one with him in it, and he was a delight. Yeah, he was at first in the beginning of the show for me. Right, the, the, the I don't know. Everyone was just superb. Yes, but he was yes. very loyal to the head guy. Yeah, and it's like I get it, but you're annoying.
0: Little goody two shoes-ish. Yes,
1: and then as S is hitting the fan left and right, all fans. Yeah, uh, it's like wow, I really like this person. Yeah, and I don't want anything bad to happen to him. But if anyone knows the story, that no, it, it, only bad things happen to people in this story.
0: So yeah, so the terror. So I want to dig into this a little bit because I don't think a lot of people we know watched it, and I highly recommend it. 10-episode miniseries. Uh, it's about a historical event, which is the Terror and Erebus were two ships that tried to go through the Northwest Passage.
1: Of the uh, Arctic.
0: Yeah, like up through Canada.
1: That way they could get to China easier? Quicker? I I think they were just
0: trying to route it and just like yeah. conquer it.
1: Yeah, but it, it, but the main goal was for trading.
0: Was it? Okay. it? It would
1: have made trading faster or something. Okay conceivably that's what they thought
0: i got the impression that it was just an expedition of exploration i think it's both okay um but in real life this this terror and Erebus, they get stuck and in the ice everyone dies yeah and that's kind of all that we know
1: we don't yeah the ships weren't found until 2018 2016 or 2017
0: that yeah there's been like expeditions to find them and they've kind of found them kind of not but i think like 2018 they definitively found the terror
1: yeah but not Erebus.
0: I think they had already found that.
1: One. Oh, okay. I okay. think. I'm and, not but a what they had here to though. go on since before that was accounts from the Inuit people who lived yeah. there, slash probably they found a couple artifacts. Yeah. A little bit. But um safe to assume that they were reduced to cannibalism at the end.
0: Yeah. So And trying to walk to like an expo- expedition like outpost.
1: Yeah. And now, um, now
0: before you get into it. Dan Simmons wrote this I was going to say Oh okay well all right cuz so you say it uh, cuz I just want to say my funny relationship to the story <laughs> oh,
1: Okay yeah so the the show is based on the book by Dan Simmons The Terror which is historical fiction and in the the book uh he he added in a this this like snow monster not a yeti not a polar not like a crazy polar bear thing but like this spiritual creature that terrorizes them Yeah. While they're already going through this terrible thing.
0: Now, I have to be honest here. Um, When we started watching the show, here's what I thought. I thought this was like a Roanoke, Virginia thing where like, you know, you remember that story where it's like this, this like town disappeared and no one knows why
1: settlers. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I thought that there were like journal entries that kind of detailed stuff enough that, like, Dan Simmons, who I've read one of his books, is, like, crazy detail-oriented. Yeah. Like, maybe he got a hold of this. And I actually thought the book was nonfiction, not read it, And so when I was watching this, I'm like, they adapted this nonfiction book. And I assume they'd take some liberties, but I thought it was, like, you know, they found a journal entry and they're like, we were attacked by some creature. We don't know what it was. And it's always been this, like, historical thing, like Sasquatch. Well, mm-hmm. I know that's not historical, but, like... You know, an unconfirmed like UFO sighting kind mm-hmm. of thing where it's like something happened, but we really don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's what I thought happened. And on the fourth episode, you said, well, this is made up, Micah. And I was like, what?
1: <laughs> and I you thought, thought the beast was real.
0: I thought there was a beast that terrorized them in real life. Um, And and so I had to really adjust. But the show was still great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's just funny when you go into something with such a specific fixation. Yeah. Preconceived notion. Uh huh. Yeah,
0: i thought it was like the devil in the white city kind of a book and you so an I,
1: eric larson
0: I, yeah i basically thought it was an eric larson book and i was like this is so crazy that like this existed and this happened and there's some <laughs> creature in the antarctic that we don't know what it was that's nope. what i thought
1: nope and then i had to i think i double checked like you know that drood was made up
0: and i did know that you
1: did know yeah. that I did. uh big fat recommendation on drood uh, Mike and I argue about it every now and then because yeah. he thought it was a Boar fest. One of the best books I've ever read,
0: and I thought it's it's perfect if you um, are trying to like get off of like Ambien or something, and no. you don't want to have drugs anymore. It
1: was so freaking good, and it I is listened boring. to and it. And the
0: end sucked. The ending great. sucked. It
1: was great. I loved it all. Um,
0: it's like, oh wow, I read one thousand pages, and there's no resolution. Great. It was
1: great. Um, but I, I but not in a to, Zodiac it, cool shut way. It, shut it. I listened to a large portion of the Terror on audiobook. Um, and Which fell, is a fine way to,
0: to read a book.
1: Yeah, of course. Um, but I kind of fell off it. I think for his books, I benefit more from reading them, not listening to them, even though the narration was great. Yeah. Um, but the, this book is a bummer, man. Therefore, this show was a bummer. Yeah. This show is not for the faint of heart. It was truly scary. It was yep. so scary, not just because of this creature, but you're just seeing men slowly descend into madness. Uh-huh. And it's just so depressing. And by the time we finished the show, it was like, I don't think I need to read the book. I think yeah. I got what I needed from the show. Um, I got to just have my feelings and my thoughts for a day. The yeah. show was that depressing to me. Um, but the production is one of the craziest productions I've ever seen on a show. Yeah. And I love... Um, Naval, maritime, whatever. I love yeah. that kind of stuff. This is
0: like the eighteen hundreds, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: and and I would say if you're someone because I know a lot of our listeners are squeamish about horror. I think that yes, it is scary, but but it's more. I think the things that got under my skin were not like the horror aspects of a creature, and it was more like oh, cannibalism is happening. It now. was that's it was um, slow
1: dread. Which I yeah. the older I get, the more that that's what triggers me more than. Some yeah. beast prowling around. It's the slow dread and the lack of hope as the day so, goes by.
0: Like I feel like if you're like, oh man, I can't handle watching, you know, Halloween. You might be able to watch this though, because it's not that kind of yeah, horror. Yeah,
1: but it's you're not gonna feel good after you're done watching it. Yeah, either. Um, but everyone just knew what they were doing. Everyone, the was acting was so insane. good, and like I said, the production was so great. And for a show that takes place in this kind of setting. Yeah, where everything's very dark, uh, they literally experience darkness for a long for a long time because of where they're at on the Earth, uh-huh. and then they experience sun, like I don't know, the, every, you could see everything. You're not watching a Netflix show where you have to have all the lights off and you can <laughs> yeah, only yeah, watch yeah. it in the dead of night because otherwise so you can't see pretty. anything. You yeah. can see everything even when it's really dark in the show. Yeah. So
0: and and I would say I only had one complaint in the whole show.
1: Yeah, and I would agree with that.
0: But I won't say what it is. No. But but it, it's I I think other people may not even have that complaint.
1: Yeah. And I think it's fine. Yeah. Um. Oh my gosh, the show was so good, but it bums but yeah. me out to even think about it. Still
0: felt felt good to finally uh, uh tell people about it though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um, also in this movie is Laura Pulver who plays Samira. That's like the head vampire lady. Um yeah. She's in Sherlock.
0: Ah, she who plays is,
1: Irene Adler? Oh, ah, but I that think is, that's why she was familiar. Who was that?
0: That is like his, his um equal, his equal, but kind of his seductive, uh, the the you know the the seductive other of Sherlock. That oh okay, you know he kind of I think they kind of make her like a dominatrix in the show, which was kind what? of strange. But really, I I vaguely remember that. I think it worked though in the show. Hmm. Um. That's what I'm remembering. If that's incorrect, uh, f- this one I'd say feel free to text me if I'm incorrect on
1: that. <laughs> that's do uh, not I don't, I don't know. I'm gonna keep going. Yeah, uh, she's I, do also. You, do
0: you think they'll ever make another se- series of that show? No, because they never. That
1: guy again, that guy that does it. I, uh, uh oh, um,
0: yeah, Stephen Moffat. Yeah, I bet they will. You think so? I, I bet they'll do like. Like a one episode again.
1: That's like what they did in the most recently, right? It was just like a one thing.
0: I think they did a season the last time I saw it. Yeah.
1: I bet it. Yeah. That show's great. I didn't... I don't remember loving the new stuff, though.
0: Yeah, I remember feeling that way, too. But I also feel like that was when I started becoming a little more snooty. So I Mm. wonder if I'd watch it now and be like, yeah, this is fun.
1: Yeah. Anyway, she's also in The Alienist, The Split, Maternal, Pantheon, so on and so forth. Um, and then we have, where's that one guy that was like her dude. Her dude. Oh, well, Clementine Nicholson, she is the blonde vampire for lack of a better, better way of saying it. Um, she is also a nightfall.
0: Is that the one that was his lover? The no. like lover? No. Oh.
1: She's also a nightfall. That's really about it. And a, around Robin, she's really not in anything. Okay. Um, Daisy Head plays Alexia. That's his lover. Okay. The werewolf. Um, she's also in Dungeons & Dragons. That's who uh, she looked like or oh. reminded me of. She is the sorceress.
0: Oh, okay. That's it.
1: She also looks like a Duggard. If anyone... What's that? Uh, from the, like, the 19 Kids and Counting show.
0: Okay, I the don't... Really, the, the, no, no, we're not gonna talk about that. But you know who I'm talking TV. about, right? I have no clue.
1: Okay, a TLC show. Um, she's also in Fallen, Wrong Turn, Shadow and Bone, The Sandman. She played Judy Talbot. Hmm. Don't remember that character been, been a bit so it's been a long time and then Oliver Stark, I think that's her lover, the lady Samira
0: oh yeah, yeah maybe
1: yeah. maybe not
0: the the guy who killed all the vampires in that one scene,
1: yeah, but I don't know it doesn't really look like him anyway, he's a nine one one Reno no
0: <laughs> okay uh is that is that who you got? Yeah, all right, let me hit you with the plans for this movie. uh they shot it in the Czech Republic um Prague. And then uh like I said it came out in 26 or 2017, Jan- January 2017. Uh in 2017 Wiseman says they're going to make another one. In 2018 Beck and Sale says she won't be in another one. Um and in 2019 they finalized their divorce. Yeah. So like from 20 what is it? Let's see. Uh they married on 9th of 2004 and then yeah, they s- separated in 2015, and then Wiseman filed for a divorce in 2016, and the divorce was finalized in 2019. Okay. So, um, yeah, in 2018, Beckinsale says, I don't want to be in another one. In okay. 2021, she says, I'd be open to returning. Okay. And then they had a plan for, I'm just going to read this verbatim, a crossover for the film I, Frankenstein. Uh, was planned by Kevin Graveau, co-creator of the Underworld franchise and creator of the I Frankenstein graphic novel. Didn't know that. That's funny. Oh. He stated in an Which interview Which one is I
1: Frankenstein? Who's in it?
0: That's the one with Harvey Dent.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Um, he lived long enough to see himself become the villain.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: He stated in an interview that in an early draft of his screenplay, Beck and Sale would have made a post-credit cameo appearance as Celine and that there would have been Underworld easter eggs, but none of this was used.
1: I can't even imagine how they would butcher Frankenstein's monster. I don't even know what that movie's about other than Frankenstein. Yeah. And because in this movie, they're barely vampires.
0: Yeah, so that one, he's probably, like, just a normal guy. Yeah. Who has, like, a stitch across his face. Yep. But uh, it's funny because that movie was such a bomb, and these movies are starting to bomb. Not bomb, but they're, like, not making too much. So it's funny to think, like, if we unite, maybe we can have a hit. <laughs> what?
1: Yeah. But Jordan, I know.
0: there's more. And yeah. this one would make you mad. In October 2016, Kate Beckinsale stated that a crossover film between Underworld and the Blade franchise featuring Wesley Snipe reprising his role as Blade had been in development and discussed with Marvel Comics the previous year, but was declined after Marvel Studios regained the film rights to the character and planned to introduce him into the MCU.
1: Thank goodness.
0: So thank you, Kevin Feige. We yeah. owe you one for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's been a couple of whiffs lately, but guess what? You just earned one more at-bat. Yeah. In October 2016, see, this one makes, a, makes sense to me. Producer David Kern revealed that a crossover film with the Resident Evil film series had been considered. Uh-huh. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, also same studio, I think. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, and then the show, they, oh yeah, sorry. They were gonna make a show.
1: Because we were all asking for it.
0: Yeah, and that did enter production in 2017, and I've seen no updates. Now, that was six years ago, so I'd imagine that they shut down production at some point and are not making an Underworld show. Yeah. Um, and that's the notes that I have on this movie. Okay. You want to do trailer talk? Oh, okay. Uh, as it has been fun, we have the DVDs from the library, and we had a lot of trailers. So the first one was Spider-Man Homecoming, then we had Resident Evil: The Final Chapter, which Jordan and I don't know what Resident Evil is about and we're very confused. Yeah. It seems like a zombie, but it also seems like people have been turned into monsters.
1: Or both?
0: But don't tell us what it's about. Yeah. Then I wrote T2. What's that? What? Oh, T2 train spotting. Oh, there's a trailer for that, which guess what? Perfect plug time, my friend. You're gonna want to go to patreoncom slash macaw and sign up for us. Uh, you can you can do a free trial and welcome new patrons. Uh, you can do a free trial uh, and then a, and then after seven days you're a patron if you like it. Uh, as little as three dollars, just different tiers. But here's what's fun and exciting. This month we're covering Ghost Rider on Patreon, and then next month we're covering Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance. But Next year, we are doing Legacy sequels and The Art of the Legacy sequel. so we're going to be covering a bunch of different movies, like Top Gun, uh, which has two movies, and they're so far apart. Now, Blade Runner. Blade Runner. spotting. And and spotting is one that I'm really excited to cover, because um, T2 was not really a hit, um, and it's actually a fantastic movie. And uh, it's a it has a really interesting relationship with the first movie, mm-hmm. so we're gonna be covering that next year. So next year is gonna be six series, all legacy sequel stuff, and it's gonna be fun. Sign up. Uh, then there was a trailer for Life, yeah, which we discussed. Had they used practical effects in that movie for the monster? I think that movie would be a classic that you'd have to watch.
1: To which I horror classic. What was what's the most recent science fiction movie that uses practical? And we couldn't think of one. And guys, directors out there, filmmakers, writers, whatever, Uh that's just sitting there waiting for someone to make. I know. Make a science fiction movie with practical effects, and what we mostly mean is like the alien. Whatever you do is practical. Yeah. Because that oh man it would just it, to have the textile tactiles what I mean yeah S- like part of it would make it scarier again it would be fun callbacks
0: yeah you it know would what be great from my memory I think Megan actually was pretty practical
1: that might be I think I'm specifically I'm recent. very specific about it you're yeah. right you're right but I'm I was like specifically half the reason why thinking I liked of the movie. space exploration. Because I'm yes. thinking of, like, alien, even the thing, like, literally an alien thing. Yeah. Practical is more what I want.
0: Yeah, because when you said sci- sci-fi, like, space, you said, yeah. when was the last time someone did that? And the only thing I could think of was Interstellar, which is... Not uh, alien, related. Really. Very practical. Yeah. I guess Star Wars uh, is pretty practical they they've made those a yeah, lot but more I mean, practical more on again. The horror thing. But no no no, I agree with you. Yeah.
1: I I want I'm asking for something very specific. I want
0: John Carpenter the thing like I want to see like gross nasty monster, not
1: yeah.
0: CGI mo- gross nasty monster. Yeah. You know. Um imagine how much more epic like Stranger Things would be if those things were real.
1: Yeah. And I,
0: I again, I'm not anti CGI on this podcast, no. but less, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um and then finally there was a trailer for Resident Evil Vendetta which is a CG animated film.
1: <laughs> Again, confused by those. Very why confused. make something look like a video game and not let people play it? I don't know. Yeah.
0: Okay, so we got to come in blazing hot because this is a very unique episode, Jordan. Do you know why it's unique?
1: Because I got sick in the middle of it.
0: But so So we have classic sick episodes, and, and you know, I would, I would love it if there was a, a crazy fan that went through and, and gave us a list of every episode that Jordan is sick. Um, but this episode is unique because when we started the episode, you were not sick. And then we took a break at the plot just then, and we were like, we'll record the rest tomorrow and then you were violently ill with the flu. Mm-hmm. And then now, it is the day after that, and you are no longer sick.
1: Mm-hmm. So That's like is, 24-hour bug.
0: So this is this, a sickness-free episode, and yet it contains a sickness It was affected by illness. ...the silence that was left in between these two yeah. recording sessions.
1: And I'm just now realizing that, I think it was on Monday, uh-huh. I was changing a blowout diaper.
0: Yeah, classic.
1: And I think when I threw the blown out article of clothing into the hamper, it accidentally knocked off the pop filter that I'm currently speaking into. And I just now remembered
0: Do you want to make an adjustment
1: to that? Well, I can, you know, I don't know for
0: sure. You could take it off and use one of the wipes to wipe it with. That's what I would do. Um, (laughs) That is.
1: So now I'll get the flu again or pink eye.
0: Yeah, one of the two. Um, fortunately, it looks like Talia did not get it. Oh, you hear that? ASMR fans unite.
1: Oh, I guess you did say take it off. I'm <laughs> sorry. Yeah,
0: but it actually made it more interesting. Um, and uh, I don't think I got it. I got my flu shot last week, and I'm assuming that maybe this is the same bug, and I got it. So I, I just got it under the wire.
1: You probably wouldn't have gotten it anyway.
0: Yeah, I have a track record of not getting sick very often. Uh, This is probably
1: my longest streak as an adult, though, not being sick. Yeah. What a great run it was.
0: Yeah, it was pretty wild, because you're usually like a month kind of girl.
1: (sighs) Yeah, I got a bad immune system. Something about being pregnant, though, I was not sick very often.
0: Well, remember my theory was that it was the prenatal pills because they're so well, f- full of vitamins. And I was taking some
1: other supplements as well yeah. while being pregnant that I probably should just continue to take. <laughs> <for me. laughs>
0: but uh, the other thing we did, and and this is an experiment, we're in experimental zone, we're in the blood wars, of course, uh, is we have we have curtains that cover this big window in what I'll call the studio, but it's really just a bedroom in our house. And then we have this blanket beside us that hangs and cuts the room in half so that there's less echo. Well, we have thrown up in the windows, and we have—we're just letting the sun in.
1: Well, we didn't throw up in the windows. There's no barf on the windows.
0: Yes, yes.
1: You've thrown open the windows. Is that what you mean? Yes. What did I say? Maybe you did say that.
0: Thrown open the windows. Th- Let's just
1: get to the plot.
0: Okay. So the movie begins with—would you imagine this? Celine from Underworld giving <sighs> an narration. Over a balcony. Yes.
1: They love the shot.
0: They're just like, remember that one thing you remember from this series? Yeah. We're doing it again. And uh, yeah, she's narrating again. And I was like, I cannot believe this movie is starting how all the other ones started again. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. And then there's a big lichen attack. Right there at the beginning. Okay. there's It's very... Uh, I'm trying
1: to remember. There I is... is?
0: I mean, there's the the action, like all of these movies, is quite incompetent.
1: This is what this movie is. They say it's blood wars, but it's really so you'd think like it's almost like the title is kind of misleading, or yeah, but like you know, the whole series is lichens versus vampires, and I do not agree with that. It is vampires versus vampires that happen to have some lichens in it because every movie, it's really the vampires that have issues within each with themselves.
0: And yet every movie, she's like, the vampires and lichens have always been at war. And And I hate the lichens. I really just
1: think it's been the vampires. So, and this movie is like...
0: You kind of did a vampire. I know, I know.
1: And this one is like the craziest one because, okay, this movie is like an hour and a half. Sure. This movie should be two hours to 20 because of how much ground they have to cover. Yeah. And because... There are...
0: Because of the wonderful things that he does.
1: There are so... like It feels like they cut out most of the and stuff. They are it's hardly in it.
0: It's not a very focused movie.
1: No. And it's, again, vampires having issues with vampires.
0: Right, right.
1: So it's really... It just should be a movie about that or a series about that. But it shouldn't. This shouldn't be a series. This shouldn't exist. This is terrible.
0: Well, it, it's it's too bad because, like, broadly speaking... Okay, besides the fact that I think all these movies are bad. Okay, let's just set that aside. The first movie ends with her being like, "Oh my gosh, the vampires double crossed me." And the wolver the Wolverine. the lycans were uh, you know, like they were they were actually not the bad guys this whole time. Sure. And so it's like second movie, she's on the run. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then and then the second movie she's being chased by vampires, cool. And then by the time it ends, there's like enough of a thread of lichens again that it's like, yeah, so it's vampires versus lichens, and I'm like, it just felt like like there there was actually promise that maybe maybe she'd have to team up with the lichens. That's yeah. what I thought they were going to yeah. do is like the second or third movie, or even the fourth it's like, you know what, actually, I have this hybrid guy who I'm in love with, like let's unite the clans and take down the evil vampires. That seems so much more interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems like if, okay, say the end of John Wick chapter two, he shoots the guy in the Continental and they're like, you're excommunicado, you have to run. And then the, the next movie starts and he's like, so as we know, the excommunicado doesn't really count. Yeah. And then it was just like a new John Wick story and he wasn't on the run. Yeah. And it would be like, but that was, that That's was what like what the up. last movie that was. That was your cliffhanger. Yeah. So...
1: The only movie where the lichens are truly the antagonists uh-huh. is the fourth one. The Ugh. one that we just watched. Awakening? Yeah, yeah. That one is really it, because that's the whole twist, is that they are right. lichens.
0: And this one, I mean, they were bad guys, definitely. But, w- but- were they?
1: I don't know. I <laughs> They didn't do anything that made me, like, not want to root for them, or, like, not... Or, or made me, like, be- feel bad... Be- <sighs> mad at them or something. Yeah. This is the first movie where women are lichens, by the way.
0: Re- oh, is that a trivia you read?
1: It was. And then if you think about it, how, did you ever see a woman lichen? No. So yeah, this is the first time they allowed women to be li- lichens. <laughs> lichens. Um, but yeah, because when we're... Early up in this movie, they're talking about this guy Marius. He's the new Lycan, yeah, dude. And we're like, cool, great, we got a new.
0: Which I thought was Maurice for the first uh, Maurice. <laughs> like, I think I just misheard. That's not a cool. We're knock. teeing
1: up a new guy, and when they're introducing him, at, we see the back of him, and we're like, they got Michael Sheen back somehow.
0: I thought for sure it <laughs> was really Michael it was Sheen. Yeah,
1: but no, it was um
0: Tobias Menzies.
1: Menzies? is, is that it, his name? Isn't that his name? Like the Mensie organization. <laughs> is he really smart? He's so smart that they gave him the name.
0: Well, isn't Menzies like a isn't that a slang term for your <laughs> yeah, menstrual cycle? What am
1: I thinking of? Thinking I think of the know. people with really high IQ. Mensa.
0: <laughs> yeah, Menzies. M E N Z. I think it's Mensa
1: is the the IQ thing.
0: I I don't know what that is. Um You ever heard of that? But yeah, Tobias Menzies. That's his name. I felt proud of myself. I know his name now. It's locked. Um
1: Mensa is the largest oldest and best known wait no that's not it
0: don't do one of these jordan
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh wait hold on i think i spelled it wrong
0: oh my goodness i'm not editing i'm not editing
1: uh yeah Mensa is for people is a society for people with a high iq
0: you know what i've uh, yes yes yeah i remember this yeah i'm totally a part of it and i just forgot what it was called so, so, yeah, so, so it's,
1: it's him. And so we are introduced to him, and uh, motivation unclear from my memory. And by, at a certain point in the movie, we're like, we come back to him after like 30 minutes. and yeah. It's like, what does he want? I, I'm pretty well, lost.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Because it'll
1: say this that okay. what they start up with is.
0: Wait, pause. Okay. I, I want to. Uh, sorry, because I just want to remember this. So, uh, a couple nights ago, I watched a movie bram stoker's dracula and i, I think just bram uh, really
1: i've never Brom, heard of bram. bram
0: bram i i well i've only read it i think uh anyway i did watched you, that we movie we to look this up <laughs> the francis ford coppola movie Count of reeves uh, uh gary oldman winona Ryder.
1: winona, winona. <laughs> what did i say winona.
0: oh winona Ryder. okay um so it's gonna be that Penguin. kind of an episode <laughs> so i just want to circle back to something we talked about several times throughout this because throughout the series, the vampires keep sucking their own blood, and we've been like, "I don't like that, I don't like that. yeah Now there's a very climactic scene in every sense of the word in uh, Dracula where um someone is being turned. I guess I guess you're not gonna watch it. So uh, Winona is getting turned. she is, and wow, he uh, did it he he bites her. And then he cuts himself open, and she starts drinking his blood. Yes, that's so what—that's that's, that's the, the interview
1: with the vampire thing.
0: Yeah. So it's like, I think if you only suck the blood, you just make them sick, and they will eventually oh, die. Just
1: disgusting. It was
0: just disgusting. It was a little disgusting, yeah. yeah um, but, like, it was supposed well,
1: to be sexual, too.
0: Well, so he cuts his chest... And she's like licking up his chest, oh, and it's gosh, it's just it's so gross. weird seeing Winona Ryder and yeah, sucking Oldman. on Gary Oldman I, his chest, his chest. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so so when I saw it in that in that context, I thought like, okay, this is how a turning works. I get it now. So I apologize if we messed it up before, but throughout this series, I still don't like how they do it because they'll just be like, "Oh, heal yourself drink my blood." Or like, "Let me have some vampire blood memories. I'm going to drink some blood." And it's not part of the turning process. Mm-mm. So, uh, my impression is like classically it's just a part of the turning.
1: So, what did Keanu do at the end by the end of that?
0: By the end of the movie? Do they kill him? Um yeah, he he helps them kill like they hunt down Dracula.
1: Oh, he kills Dracula?
0: Yeah. What happens to Winona? She she actually it's a pretty fun scene so she's like turned but basically she's been like mesmerized into loving him yeah and um you know he's been like searching for his you know wife who killed herself yeah centuries earlier she's a
1: spitting image of of her yeah
0: and so um get to the end and they've been hunted by van helsing played by anthony hopkins Mm -hmm. and a band of guys including keanu reeves and he keanu reeves realizes like i've lost my wife there's no way Like, there's no coming back from this. And she's, like, already turned and Mm -hmm. and she's starting to go kind of crazy.
1: Okay, wait, sorry, keep going. So
0: then someone, I can't remember who, I think it's Keanu, like, is able to impale him in the heart. Yeah. And then he says, which confused me at first, and I was like, what? Is this, like, a classic horror movie thing? Like, shoot him in the head twice. Like, don't worry about it. You know what I mean? But it, it worked out. Where he's like, she has to deal with the rest. She has too much to deal with. Let's go. So the guys all leave and then... Gary Oldman goes into his like church area and she goes in and then he he's like he he's basically like oh I'm going to die and um I can't remember it it sounds cheesy right now but it, it's very powerful in the moment sure. where um although it's a very well actually I wouldn't say the movie's cheesy it's it's just weird it's very strange um but uh you know he's like love is really the only thing in life and I'm going to lose it so just like kill me. And so she like make sure that it goes all the so way through like, his heart. So he like kind of
1: fatally wounds him, but she finishes the deal.
0: Yeah. And then she cuts off his head. Yeah. And then, um, and then I think it's implied that, that she will, you know, have to just like live out her days as a vampire now. As an immortal. Yeah.
1: So her and Keanu do not end up together. No,
0: that that's like the end. Like once oh. she cuts off his head, it's like the movie's over.
1: Oh, like, wow. Yeah. Okay.
0: It's pretty cool. Um, I bet it is but it, it's it's it is also a, an extremely sexual movie um, for those that may be interested and but you know I you know I thought about it because I was like thinking about that movie I was like this isn't really scary horror you know to me it's gothic yeah it's gothic but when I think about the images and stuff it's like I don't know this is actually scarier than probably like 90 percent of horror movies I've seen really in, in, in its because own of, way because of the imagery because of the imagery and how how intense everything is, there's just something like kind of unsettling, mm-hmm. and and I think that speaks to like the sexual tone of the movie mm-hmm. too, where it's like I'm uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and so when the movie's over, you're like, that was kind of freaky and icky, yeah, but it kind of rocks, you yeah. know. So um, sicko, but it's a it's a fun movie. It's it's cool. Uh, that was back when like. I don't know, he he just tried to do something so interesting with the actual filmmaking yeah. in, the, in the movie, and there's images on top of images, and hey, it's so awesome. I watched a
1: good chunk of that movie and couldn't finish it, but I will tell you right now, I would rather watch that movie than any one of the movies in this series. hmm Yeah. Don't even, I wouldn't even question it. I'd watch that movie. Yeah. And, but look at me here having to talk about this movie.
0: And I'll, I'll tell you this, too. There's a scene... Gary Oldman kind of goes, well, Dracula, goes through many different iterations of his appearance. But there's a scene toward the end of the movie where they come across him and he's like full vampire bat. And it was, bar none, can't even think of a second place, the coolest vampire I've ever seen on so screen. So
1: when he's like all white, uh huh. what is that iteration?
0: I think that's like... Like, human form probably hasn't fed in a while.
1: Oh, okay. Um,
0: but yeah, there, there's a scene where where he's seducing Winona. And, uh, and as it's, a bat? Well, sort of, kind of. Actually, I think, no, it's that turning scene, but she sees him as Gary Oldman, but then when they come in, to the scene as the turning is happening, they see him and he's this full bat, like Whoa, six foot tall. That's thing. scary. Do you see that? Yeah. That image was pretty freaky actually. Yeah. But I can't even think of a second place vampire. Like that vampire looked so unbelievable. Yeah. Um. Cool. Yeah. Very, very cool movie. Um. But yeah, anyway.
1: But in this one, Selene is an outcast vampire being hunted by vampires and lichens both um and she's being chased by some lichens beats them and then theo james comes and saves her
0: i know he's not in this movie but in all my notes i refer to him as i am number four saves her
1: (laughs) you should call him diversion
0: i know but Um, i just think it's funny to call him i am number four (laughs) so i am number four saves her and he gets shot with a self-burrowing bullet and I thought, that's kind of fun. And that'll be an interesting thing that they'll definitely come back to. They do. They do? Yeah. Oh, They're they doing do? They a shot with
1: a tracker. She pulled it out of them.
0: No, no, no. But I mean, like, I'm thinking like, oh, oh this like, is an interesting idea. Once she like pulls it out and she's like, oh, look, this is the you know the thing and all that stuff. And then they don't do anything with the self-burrowing bullets. It's
1: not self-burrowing. It's just a tracker that happens to look like that. I think you read into it.
0: No, no, no. It, it sh- sh- no, no, no. I think I, I I think you were like looking at your phone at one point, like taking a note or something. It, the, yeah, because I take
1: notes when we watch movies.
0: She actually said it's a self-burrowing bullet but when she pulled it out. You know it
1: was a tracker too, right?
0: That I think I I think I was on my phone writing down self-burrowing bullet, and uh, I didn't catch that part.
1: Anyway, he and gets that makes shot, sense She shoots a lichen or whatever, and I is take like, back go back to your I said. master and tell him that I live and I'll kill you, all, you last sons of bitches, and um. I just can't believe he's back in this movie. And and he gets shot again and he doesn't die again. And later on in the movie they talk about how she brought him back to life and she was able to do it because of her like cor- the Corvinus blood that's in her and it's like yeah. that so that allowed her to plunge her hand into him and just give him one pump of the heart and he's back to life. Oh, how was that have
0: to do with being an immortal human? <laughs> I, I, and that's I not what know. they implied or said in the other movie. There was like no
1: I, so, I don't
0: know. Okay, so here's the other thing. Here's the other thing that I think I have a big problem with this now that we're looking back on this whole series. And and yeah, we're at the end of the episode. No, I'm kidding. Um, is that like the 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 series is weirdly very, very specific and and there's and it's like it's like there's certain things that you have to know, and yet the movies are pretty self contained. So I, I wish that the series was either more self-contained, like serialized episodes, or it was more intense on the lore.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One or the other, I think. I think it doesn't strike the right balance. Because mm-hmm. I, I think of something like the MCU, it's an easy example to make, where it's like, you know, the last two Avengers movies, it's pretty imperative that you saw the one before. Mm-hmm. And this series doesn't feel like that, but then there's like whole acts that don't make sense if you haven't seen the other ones. Mm-hmm.
1: So what this movie does wrong... You know wrong, what I'm saying? Yeah. What this movie absolutely does wrong... Or they needed to make a choice. Yeah. They needed to decide if the Lycans were truly going to be the bad guys or the vampires. Uh-huh. Because when we are introduced to this coven led by this lady, it, you yeah. know, it turns out that she is um betraying everybody for her own... for her self-interest. Right, 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 right. And it's right. like either that's your movie... Or the Lycans are are your movie. You only have an hour and a half. You can't do both.
0: This is why the pet running time should be longer, you're saying.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, So, uh, I Am Number Four's dad is at the coven and walking and talking with this lady. And she's trying to convince him to, like, talk to the, like, dudes in charge to convince them to do crap. And they talk about this Amelia lady who's dead. Find out later that it's, it's I Am Number Four's mom. Yada, yada yada oh
0: this this is outrageous this whole i am number four mom thing that they throw in and they do that thing that a poorly which, written movie does which is doing something like this like hey i think your dad might be like the one of the most famous people ever and then the next scene like that's their setup the next scene is the reveal it's like no, no no you didn't set that up that's not how a setup works you need to give yeah. us more time to sit in it and think about it you can't just be like Hey, here's this ring thing from your mom who might be the most important it's vampire has got a drop of a blood
1: for a blood memory. You better drink it. Yeah. And then later on, they're like, this sword was meant for you. And he's like, great, I will use the sword, but use guns before ever using the sword. <laughs> and I was because like, this is an underworld movie. We don't use swords. We use guns. And, and
0: I think, like, I'm going to compare it to John Wick again. John Wick has a has a very fun world to live in. And there's a lot of pretty strange rules. And there's these golden coins and there's all this other stuff as as complicated as that world is they they've presented in such a way that i'm like oh yeah that's one of those coins oh that's a marker like i get it Mm -hmm. and in this they're like oh yeah the sword that rules all the vampires and i'm like we've had five movies and you're only now
1: talking about the sword that rules the vampires what are we what i don't effing know dude so i'm number four's dad is like great um i'll help you and then they eventually get Celine in, convince the people mm-hmm. to let Celine back to to train the vampires to be- create an army because yeah. the lichens are rising. Yeah. Or are they? Well I I don't know. They certainly
0: rose three movies ago. They did. Two movies. So ago.
1: she agrees and she's training them and stuff. I'm we are jumping all over the place. Yeah, but I don't pause care. here and
0: let me fill in okay. a couple of things I wanted to say. There is a scene where two vampires are getting down. And I'll just say it's a quite the double entendre to have a vampire, uh, uh biting. You know what I'm saying. So there's that scene, and I want to point that out. Double entendre, funny. You're sick. Uh, and then <laughs> she says this thing when she's training the uh, lichens. Vampires. I, I want to say she's not training oh, lichens. Right, yes, I I want to say nor Wolverines. Wolverines every time. <laughs> uh, it's just just like and not like X Men Wolverine, like the animal, the Wolverine. Yeah. Uh. She says lichens are never more vulnerable than when they are in their animal form. And here's the thing.
1: And they're doing, hold on, hold on. I hate Hold that. on, hold on. They're, they're like, really? Why? Because they can't hold weapons. Yeah. Excuse me?
0: And I, th- I think she does say something like that their senses are not senses are duller, but like they, they can't make as good of decisions or something.
1: Uh huh. It's like but that's your
0: power. That's like saying like, you know what? Superman is never more vulnerable than when he like is using his strength and flying. Those are the, that's when you can uh, really get him. Uh, not uh, <laughs> not saying let's go get Clark Kent. They're saying like, ah, oh, when he's using his powers, that's when he's like the worst. I, I
1: can't I can't believe it. And, I am and so I think mad.
0: All it is is it, okay, so it's either someone just like wrote that line like really quick or they're trying to set up so that we think when we have the abomination that is Tobias turning into a man-wolf oh, with oh. a man's face, I, I think they're, we're supposed to think like, ah, so he's not vulnerable because he has the power of man as well.
1: I, I think all of these scripts were written in 15 minutes. I think oh, all yeah. of these scripts were written by AI.
0: But I think, so there's this really funny old family guy sketch where um, they say something about Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, and then it cuts to Matt Damon and Ben Affleck sitting there. And Matt Damon looks at Ben Affleck and he says, hey, don't you have that um, audition for King Henry VIII in in like 15 minutes? And then Ben Affleck goes, oh yeah, okay. um, Hello, hello. Okay, that's good enough. (laughs) So they're just making fun of, How
1: he doesn't prepare for roles or something. Yeah, just how,
0: especially during the period when that came out, he was not putting out good work. Okay. And this is how this series feels to me, where they're like, oh, shoot, like, we're supposed to film in two weeks. Yeah. Well, hey, everybody likes swords, right? Okay, sword mom, mom sword. Is that something? And then the other person's like, I got it, dude. (laughs) Feeding (laughs) it into the... the, uh... To the machine. Yeah.
1: So then she fights a vampire... Yeah, she spars with one. <laughs> I think one. you
0: permanently are saying vampire now. I know,
1: I know. Um, she's sparring with one. He her, He injures her, paralyzes her, and then him and the other lady, like, kill all the vampires in the room. And Mike and I were like, interesting. I was like, Double crossing. Okay. You got me, you got me. Yeah. And I don't think we've said it yet. Maybe we have. This might be the best one of the series.
0: Jordan, this one is easily the best one of the series. And
1: I, I am so mad at so many things in this movie. This movie sucks. Yeah, And this one's the best one.
0: I, I think Underworld is maybe like the most coherent movie. Sure. But because it is so rip of Blade and Matrix, I can't give it points. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think in a, a classic ranking, you'd have to put that one first. But I, that one's like third or fourth to me because it's like, it, it is such a rip-off of Matrix that it like makes me angry.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> so... <laughs> That there's double crossing. Um then they go to the blonde vampires and Well and, and they hurt Celine.
0: They hurt Celine.
1: Bad. That's what I said. Oh yeah, and then they're like draining her blood, but then I am number four breaks her out and he's like, You need to feed. So who else will she feed on? Not a human in sight. Guess she'll feed on the vampire.
0: Yeah. Wrong. And then she gets to see the blood memories of the scene. Like one scene before,
1: I don't care. <laughs> so they go to the
0: her and dad gets killed.
1: The Scandinavian, huh? Her,
0: the the I am number four. Dad gets killed.
1: Okay, so then she goes to the Scandinavian vampires, and yeah. they're like living in this
0: now. I old I'm castle. sorry, I gotta cut you off again because I just want to say that there's a scene where Celine is navigating the public transit system. And it's just funny that she didn't think to change a costume once, and there's cameras everywhere. And we've seen the vampires use cameras before, and she's trying to escape vampires. And she's just wearing her trench it's the movie's coat. It's an
1: hour and a half. They don't got the runtime for it. Yeah. So they are here now seeking asylum.
0: hmm This is a new coven of vampires. A
1: new coven of vampires. And I'm only assuming that they only feed on each other. Because they are away from human civilization. Yeah. And but also I think all vampires just feed on each other.
0: They don't seem to be interested in humans.
1: Not even a little bit. Yeah. And then they try and slip in some kind of like metaphysical, mystic thing that Again, these vampires have that's achieved. That's
0: the twenty minutes extra on a two-hour movie that you need. Yeah. Because I don't know what this and is. And
1: I still even think that if this movie was longer, you nix that. Fast. Oh,
0: I think so. It doesn't. What does Me- it I don't, do? I don't
1: know what it does. Um, it makes
0: her like metaphysical at the end of the movie, which is like. Why does she need that? She's already, she already has Corvina's in, blood. <laughs> invincible human blood for some reason. So
1: the lichens or the vampires show, uh, the lichens show up.
0: Well, so this is this is when they uh, find out a bunch of BS about I am number four's mom, who he only mentioned just like a few scenes ago. <laughs>
1: so she saved him a drop of blood. How nice of her to nourish him. Yeah. Um, and he drinks it and learns things about her. She's I,
0: like a ultimate badass vampire or something is that
1: i can't i can't remember. and
0: he he's like heir to the throne pro- he is aragorn basically sure um so but he's no aragorn <laughs> <laughs> okay
1: so they're fighting with the lichens and um marius shows up and that's when we see him hat like human head va- like oh, body and tough. it is it is a mistake.
0: And it's just so, I know we we said this every episode. It's just hilarious that we're in this like big fortress and there's vampires and there's werewolves. And the werewolves are just humans that are good with guns. Well, and the that, vampires well, are we just know why humans that good with guns.
1: We know why the lichens are now.
0: Yeah, because they're, they're more vulnerable when they're in form. their
1: lichen form.
0: And yet, when it gets really intense, they change to werewolves so they can fight better. Huh. I don't know.
1: So she gets really, really hurt and escapes by going into under the ice.
0: Mm-hmm. Right after the PS3 cutscene,
1: yeah. Fight. Wow, well, PS3. It's generous. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think I think they they upped it to PS3 on that one. Okay. Yeah. Not PS4 though. No, 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 no. Um. So then, Celine drinks drinks Celine's blood. Mm-hmm. Who drinks Celine's blood? That's what I wrote.
1: Oh, the lady does. because yeah. so, Which means she now has Corvina's blood herself, and she's a little bit stronger. By the time of all of this, I think I'm number four <laughs> makes it back to the coven. Glenn Wiseman,
0: do you have another idea? Uh, mystic vampires. Is that something? Yeah, it's good. We're shooting tomorrow. Let's go.
1: <laughs> he he saved some of his mama's drops of blood for the, yeah. the coven masters so that they could all drink it and see and know that he is heir. Um,
0: now... I'll I'll just say this, for a a contrivance of these blood memories, which I hate. This felt like the first time where I was like, okay, at least it paid off, and we've seen these rules happen, and everyone gets to have the blood memories. I take that. Okay. I, I think the development of his mom kind of makes no sense. Yeah. But but it's like okay, choosing to present it that way, it's like that's a fun payoff for these blood memories. Yeah. Even though I do not like the blood memories. Yeah. It's like, if that's the world we live in, that makes sense that a vampire would do that. Sure. That's kind of fun. Sure. I'm giving them points on that. Sure. Yeah.
1: So that lady, I just calling her lady. I just can't remember the character's name. But... Um, Nancy, I think. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, you know, she's been outed as, like, she's been trying to betray everybody, and the head dudes are, like, not happening. And then the lichens show up. mm mm-hmm. It's like, why? What do they want?
0: But well, uh, this whole time we haven't even mentioned this. They have been trying to track down Celine, and they want to use her blood memory. That, her so blood. Her well, no, they want to use her daughter's blood because her daughter is
1: that's a this. hybrid
0: of but vampire, werewolf, and vampire Corvinus. So that they, they need that. And why do they need it? I got no idea.
1: Well, we do find out that they have been drinking Scott Speedman's blood. Or th- some concoction that they made the oh, lichens, right. and that's why he's like extra strong. <laughs> yeah. No thanks.
0: So Selena's mummified at this point. Okay, she's gaining um, material uh, super speed, flash speed uh, powers. Um, meanwhile, an, a vampire snaps another vampire, or er, a wolf snaps a vampire's neck to kill it, which is oh not yeah, cool. <laughs>
1: yeah. It doesn't work. Um, not my vampire.
0: Also, we, di- we didn't really talk about this at all up to this point, but Tobias Menzies, uh, he ha- is is having an affair with a vampire. And so this vampire- So not only is there yeah, too yeah. much going
1: on, they need to choose between the vampire stuff exclusively or the lichen stuff exclusively. Yeah. But then they got to add in, there's this vampire that's like working undercover is double crossing for him. Right. Cause they're in love. And Fine. she's able
0: to like, when they capture Celine at some point, she's able to like taste her blood and be like, Oh, she actually doesn't know where her daughter is. Cause the whole movie she's been saying memories. like my daughter stayed away.
1: And did you hear that? Did she fart? I think she did.
0: Uh Oh, we may have another blowout on <laughs> our hands live on mic. Um, Oh, I'm scared. Anyway, so they they talked about blood memories, or wait, I lost my train of
1: thought she well, she knows that she that they she truly doesn't know where her daughter, yes, is. yes,
0: yes, that's what it is, and um,
1: were you surprised that we never saw her daughter?
0: Is that who was supposed to be at the end of the movie when it was like comes out of the frost, right
1: it was c g i
0: yeah yeah, yeah it, it was a, a real random moment <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I I guess I wasn't surprised but well, also so I guess that's
1: supposed to be a real cliffhanger right?
0: Yeah I'd read that this movie ends on a cliffhanger. I don't find that too much of a cliffhanger. But But I guess
1: it's, it's hard for them to classify it as a cliffhanger when no one really wants more. <laughs> we just want to fall off the cliff. <laughs> we don't want to hang there.
0: But yeah it seems like I don't feel like the daughter's too famous to show up in this. You know what I mean? Uh, it's
1: so confusing like the last movie Scott Speedman is incapacitated early on and it's like great he'll come back at the 11th hour never does yeah and then he's not in this one and, and they like confirm that movie. he is dead uh, yeah they said that he was dead in this one and it's like what did that guy do
0: yeah and and, and from what i gathered when i tried to look it up cuz people have googled you know yeah what is Scott Speedman in these or you know like the new ones or whatever there's not like, oh, they, there was a big fight on set or he never wanted to come back or something like that. It sounds like they just didn't write him into these two movies, which seems really strange to me. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it, it's the most compelling thing in the world, but it is kind of big for, I mean, he's the first hybrid, even though I think they what mentioned if, other if, like, hybrids the movie before instead that. Instead,
1: it could have been like, like, he's not dead.
0: Yeah. I got to go find him.
1: He found, he finds her. Yeah. Or something. And then, like, we have this daughter, but she's, you know, I I don't know where she is and I don't want to keep it. I want to keep it that way because it's a liability. Yeah. And for some convoluted reason, he's like, no, we need her because of this. Right. And as parents, they have to go... I mean, that's just an idea. But this makes no sense.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I mean, that's the... It's the Ben Affleck uh, uh, Family Guy sketch. It's just yeah. preparing right before the wire or something. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Then there's the mutiny where David claims his lineage, which we already talked about. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Again, I'm pissed about this. Um. Excuse my language, Dahlia, but I'm pissed. Uh, the the um lichens, <laughs> the werewolves, they wear riot gear and their attack legitimate like riot shields they're just short of having batons and mm-hmm. being just like police Swat. yeah
1: yeah yeah it's like what
0: yeah and then of course people are you know just going
1: <laughs> yeah okay yeah yeah you did it good job um
0: and then but
1: Micah you know why the, why? You know why they have the shields? Because they're never more vulnerable. <laughs> than They're in their lichen form.
0: It's so dumb. And then Spirit Realm Celine shows up, and she's, like, super fast now. And she fights um, Tobias Menzies again. And they get in this cage to fight. And here's something I actually appreciated.
1: That it wasn't long?
0: This fight was, like, two seconds, 10 seconds long. Yeah. And, and there was not a moment where she was... I mean, she was, like, kind of down... And then that was it. And she just like beat him. And then
1: she, I, there's probably a, a medical term for it, but she pulled his she, yeah, spine. Yeah, she,
0: she, out. um, not disembowels him, but, um, removes his spine and he just falls down. But before she does that, which I thought she was trying to locate, like, a memory at first. And I was like, no flipping way. You have to bite your... Because she, she bites herself, so she has memories, blood memories. And I was like... She did? Yeah, and I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Oh, that's right. Seen. she was
1: like, don't forget, don't forget, don't forget about Scott Speedman.
0: Oh, but, brother. But when it, when it first happened, I was like, do you seriously... Like, if you're a vampire, you, you're like, oh my gosh, I don't remember my times table. Seven times seven is 49. <laughs> but what it was it's supposed to be emotional where she's like i just want to see his face again and it's like okay that works it's fine
1: but does she like also give herself the strength to like
0: i i don't know
1: but something i uh, kind of liked was um i am number 4 fights that lady
0: yeah. That fight scene we, we just, too long. I, 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 I worked it over. I'm number four. He just yeah, is that I, now.
1: I, that scene is much too long, in my opinion. That fight scene
0: where he's fighting who again?
1: The lady that betrays the vampires. Oh, like, yeah. The Tobias. Tobias? Yeah. Uh, well, Marius. Like that fight scene seems like it should have been longer right. story wise, but it wasn't.
0: It probably ran out of money for his CG. Yeah, that's budget. probably it.
1: But so he's fighting that lady for a while. Um, eventually has to fight her with the sword. I think the sword gets knocked out of his hand and he can't use it anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, but, he doesn't, that's the other thing. It's not like the sword has some magic power or like there's a scene where he's like, I cut off her head and that means like, like the power is relinquished to the sword. Just knocks it out and and how does he kill her? Does he like shoot her well, in the head or something? Well, this is how I like
1: how he did it. I oh, actually okay. like how they did it because she um, drank um, Celine's blood. Yeah. So she's now got Corvina's blood pumping through her dead veins and the sunlight comes in and she can see it because of the blood that she now yeah. has and she's like it like freezes her you know? which every she's time
0: like, vampires and talk about daylight i just am like permanently thinking of what we do in the shadows the movie where they're like on youtube looking up pictures sunset. of the sunrise
1: and sunrise uh, oh yeah, sunrise. yeah. it goes to the next slide. oh <laughs> Um, but she is like overtaken you know overwhelmed by it yeah and he kills her with the sword he, well yeah with the sword okay but he kills her that. because she yeah i, I kind of like that yeah sure
0: um y- no, no i mean i agree with you yeah um and then like the battle's over everyone's defeated and of course it's it does a classic ending thing where she's like we fought for centuries and there will be regrouping and we may have to fight for centuries more and you're like why why couldn't they like you know the show what we do in the shadows has like it's it's not just werewolves and vampires there's like other folklore and i'm i'm forgetting other creatures and stuff but there's they five have zombies in there there's five movies why can't one be a zombie movie yeah why can't one be like Sasquatch has broken out and he's leading an army of bears or something. Like, that's a bad idea. That's a bad idea. But it's like, oh, werewolves again? Yeah. And you know if they make another one, it's gonna be werewolves versus vampires. How did they do the
1: vampires uh, turning into a vampire in what we do in the shadows of the show? Did did they have to drink the blood of a vampire after being bitten?
0: I think they did. Because I I think Guillermo um, this season had to do it with...
1: Spoilers, dude.
0: Oh, come on. If you're not watching by now, you're not watching.
1: Well, that's not fair. It's still new. I think you can't do that. Okay,
0: but th- that episode premiered, like, several months ago. So, and it's not a finale episode or anything like that. I just that, think so... it's too soon.
1: Anyway, um, but they, okay, yeah, so they did classical. Classy cow. Yeah.
0: Um, they always do a good job of being, like, classical, but then maybe nodding at, at something not classical, like Twilight. Yeah. They might mention something yeah. about their skin shimmering or something like that. Um. But yeah, then the movie ends, and I say good riddance to this series. Don't make any more of these. Don't. Please don't. I do not want to go to the theaters to see this.
1: Yeah. I'm um, trying to, what, how do you, well, no, I'll, I'll, this is a later thing. No, it's not oh, important. Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. And, and. We're we're really thankful for our fans and for everyone getting into this bracket and, and doing it. We're never doing a bracket again. And <clears throat> no, no no, I'm totally kidding. I'm totally <laughs> kidding. I love doing the bracket. Um I, I hope you enjoy even if you like these movies, I'm talking to my sister. Uh I hope you enjoyed our
1: fun times ranting about them. Um Rebecca, you got a ranting and ravings pod, which means you should be able to stomach this ranting and raving. That's true.
0: That is true. Just
1: saying, if you're not listening to all of these apps, that's not cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so let's sum it up, and then I'll tell you about- Are we ranking? We're ranking. Or, uh, but I'll tell you folks at home what the schedule is for the end of the year, because it's kind of complicated. Um, so, oh, whoa, she's really playing with her her gym here. <laughs> um, yeah, but let's rank the movies first. So, do we have anything else to say about this movie or the series properly? I don't think so. I don't think so either for myself. Uh, you want to go first or second? On the ranking? Yeah.
1: So, the this is the best one. Yeah. And then I would say, okay, well, I'll, I'll go bottomed up. Yeah, yeah. The worst one is the prequel, Rise of the Lycans. Yeah. The next worst one is probably the fourth one. Okay. And then third movie for third.
0: The third movie is the prequel.
1: Oh, I mean the second movie. Wait, how many have I ranked?
0: Uh, wait, start, over, so start I should, over. I
1: know I should do it this way. Do,
0: do their subtitles.
1: Um, Rise of the Lycans is the worst. Okay. Bottom. And then you have Awakening. Number two. Nope. Um,
0: oh, no, that's number four. I'm sorry. That's number Awakening. Four.
1: Yeah, number four.
0: Yeah. The titles are so generic.
1: I know. Um, what is the second movie? Evolution.
0: Evolution. Yeah.
1: Third. Um, Underworld One. Uh-huh. This one.
0: That's all. N- number one. Yeah. Okay, for me, it's it's tough, and I gotta do asterisks. Bottom of the pack is Awakening. It's a trash pile. It's bad, even for this series. Second to the bottom. I think I gotta do Underworld One. Third to the bottom is Rise of the Lichens, And the reason, this is my asterisk, the reason I am putting Rise of the Lichens above Underworld, I would rather rewatch the movie Underworld. hmm You know what? Never mind. No, no, no. Okay, Rise of the Lichens is four. Underworld is three. Uh, Evolution is two. It's almost one because of the scene where Scott Speedman throws paint <laughs> on the walls and opens up a can of paint with his claws. And then number one is Blood Wars, and I think all of these movies are four out of ten at the most if that's I'm being generous
1: very generous
0: um so i that's
1: too generous
0: it, It's crazy because I was thinking about um no, I'm saying that's their ceiling i know on, on an, i know uh it it's just very funny because I'm thinking about every series we've covered, and I don't think we've ever covered a series where I have not liked a single movie and mm-hmm. i know i said i liked evolution because of the werewolf this is the first series we've covered where i don't like a single entry in the series yep um but having said all that it is um we're getting into november and here's where the craziness ensues because we had a big we're getting
1: into november
0: in the se- well uh, this this movie this this episode is out november 17th oh, so okay. we're we're in the midst of november um And this is where things get a little bit strange with our scheduling because we have to catch up on a bunch of series that we missed entries that came out while we were on Mm -hmm. maternity slash paternity leave. So next week, we have Insidious the Red Door. The week after that, we have The Marvels. Um, The week after that, we have The Hunger Games, A Song of Fire and Ice or whatever it's called. Actually, I think that's a... Game of Thrones book title Are We title, these in theaters? We are. Oh. Um we'll come back to that though in okay. a second. Okay. And then um on the 15th of December we are watching The Flash. The 22nd, my ber- I am
1: excited to watch The Flash. That's how much I didn't like these movies.
0: Uh, yeah, me too. Are you
1: kidding? Uh
0: the 22nd, my birthday. A great day to sign up for Patreon and a great day to send me um something fun, you know, cash at me 100, Movie 100 bucks or something like that. Oh. Uh Blue Beetle, and then the 29th, we will be covering Aquaman, and then that is the last episode of the year, and we will be all caught up on all movies, and then we'll start a new series, which I think is going to crack people up, the series that we chose, which you've been a part of, but I'm sure you've forgotten, uh, but I'll give you a hint. It's three movies, and it's romantic, Um. so, but... And then I'm just going to put this asterisk here as well. Um, the, the theater movies, we're planning on seeing them those days. But with the baby, I, I can't say for sure that we're going to be able to meet those deadlines. Mm-hmm. So if things get shuffled around even more, we apologize. We're still figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ghostwriters on Patreon this, this week, this month. Thanks for listening, room, room. everybody.
1: Yeah. I the series beat me down. <laughs>